the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It is hump day, and y'all know what that means. In addition to rolling over the hump towards the weekend, it means a couple of things. It means, first of all, it means financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff, a.k.a. Fighting Meadows. Clear to land. Is clear to land. He's joining us tonight. (laughs) Like he does every Wednesday. How you been, my man? Hey, Dynamite, how are you? Well, I'm excellent, in spite of the fact that, yes, I know you were talking to Skins. We got we got a little bit of a rain problem here in San Diego. Rain, cold, hail, and this global warming is just wreaking havoc on it. I'm so hot. <laughs> yeah, it's wreaking. <laughs> this global warming is wreaking havoc on my hair. Yeah. <laughs> My hair doesn't do good when it's raining, okay, and when it's cold and rainy really? and wet. I'm like a I look like a drowned rat half the time. It's yeah, so it's terrible. Oh, I think we lost our man Elhoff. No, you didn't. It doesn't get curly. It doesn't get curly. No, it 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 gets curly when um I'm in uh New Orleans in August. That's when it gets curly. <laughs> or when I'm in, or when I'm in Hawaii. Now it's now it, it's. It, I don't mind it when I'm in Hawaii because it's Hawaii, right? But New Orleans, yeah. New Orleans in August ain't worth it. Okay, <laughs> it's one reason why okay. I'm here. One reason why I'm yeah. here. So, all right, financial thought doctor. I don't know if you had a chance to see the dust up that took place outside the Supreme Court yesterday, as the Supreme Court was hearing. Uh, arguments related to Joe Biden's great plan of raiding the Treasury to pay off student loan debts for 40 million Americans. Did you get a chance to watch any of that? I did not. I Good. usually depend upon you to watch it for me. <laughs> well, I I took the bullet for you, man. The worst was Good. this Randy Weingarten, who is apparently the head of the largest teachers union across the country, who was literally, I started to play the clip, and then it was just, 
it was too painful and it made me want to jab myself in the eyeball to end the pain. Um, she was screaming and yelling how peed off she was that all these businesses got taken care of during COVID. And now all they're trying to do is take care of these students who needed to be taken care of. And, and our students, she said, and I got really peed off listening to it. Financial thought doctor. It took me 11 years to pay off my student loan debts and I paid off every dime. And there were times where I had like one instance here in San Diego, I had $5 to eat on for an entire week. And I bought a sack of potatoes because I thought I can eat, what I can eat hash browns for breakfast, French fries for lunch and baked taters for dinner. Right up my alley. And that's absolutely true. And to think that now the idea that people have signed their name to a loan and, and now fellow taxpayers are going to pay it off. It just makes me really angry. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you can't keep doing what they're trying to do. They're trying to ruin this country. And, and I, I tell you, you can't have the handouts that we got. You can't have the border crossing. You can't have the welfare. You gotta have something that makes people want to go to work. Well, the problem, Dave, is I think they're doing it intentionally. Well, yeah, they are. They are. This this is Cloward Piven in action. Cloward Piven. The concept of Cloward Piven was that you break the back of the system financially to where it is so broken that even conservatives will finally beg for government to take over as relief because they will have completely broken the system. And that's kind of where we're at. You mentioned the border. There's this um, Arizona rancher who was arrested for murdering an illegal, and his neighbor says that they, he called the border patrol forty times in the month of January alone and the dead illegal alien was a cartel member there you go it's out it's we we can't sustain this it's not sustainable financially it's not sustainable from a criminal standpoint from a business standpoint there's nothing sustainable that's going on but they're able to bribe voters with the idea that you can go to college sign your name to a loan rack it up and have somebody else pay for it that's theft that they are stealing. They want to steal from the hardworking Americans to, to pay the loans. And by the way, how many of these how many of these loans involve people that could pay it back, right? I mean, you know, these could be totally. these could be kids that are that are kids of doctors and lawyers that got student loans. Yep, exactly. And it could be kids and I'm not gonna name any names, but I know of several out there that are knocking down half a million dollars a year and they paid over a hundred grand to get that education to get the half a million dollars a year. Yeah. I think they should be able to pay it back. Plus, Andrea, the government doesn't earn money. No. It the doesn't make anything. The only thing they make is paper bills. Right. That are not worth what they're supposed to be. So the government they say we're gonna have the government take care of it. Well who's the government? It's us. Yeah, it's us. And and it's not a solution. And yeah, it's not a solution. So and by the way, um, if it gets spread amongst all of us, these very people supposedly getting the write off are going to end up having to pay for it in the long run anyway. Uh, but we don't teach the basics of economics. We don't teach the fact that the U.S. government doesn't make anything, so it doesn't it doesn't generate any income outside of taxes, right? And the solution is not to print money because all that does is devalue the money, right? And then it takes more in order to buy something. 
So this is just all smoke and mirrors. It's all a shell game. But because we don't teach the basics of economics or, or the basics of this country and free market capitalism in our schools, it's easy to buy votes from that. We're talking to Dave Elhoff, financial thought doctor. Um, there was another story um, that I actually am pleased to report on tonight and to discuss with you. And it's involving uh, ESG scores. And I was one of the first people to talk about ESG a long time ago. And I said, look, the the ESG scores, Standard & Poor's and Moody's were already rating corporations on the basis of ESG, which is environment, social governance, and um, uh, social credits and, and governance. And individuals were next. Right. And, and individuals were next. And it was going to start impacting everybody's life. It was going to involve... Um, your ability to get a loan, right? Uh, we saw, so, so now one of the ways ESG is going to start affecting the average American is in your pension funds, right? So what, um, it, as, uh, the government start demanding that funds, uh, investments go towards companies that have high ESG scores. So here's what happened, listeners. The Senate voted Wednesday 50 to 46 to block a Labor Department rule allowing retirement fund managers to consider environmental, social, and governance factors when making investments. A couple of Democrats actually joined uh, Dem- uh, joined Republicans to block this. And this is why it's important that they did this, because according to this article daily caller when they made investments in funds on the basis of esg scores versus not it it would have been that if if they would actually invest uh according to ideology over the past few years it would have been the difference according to this article between 8.9 percent return and 6.3 percent return and this um uh one of the one of the uh congress people weighing in here said um that's nearly a 30 percent cut in what you have would have had and i i've got to believe that everybody would be upset with that that what's supposed to be taking place is fund managers are supposed to be trying to get the biggest return are they not dave elhoff not try to satisfy Al Gore and the Great Reset's climate crap. Totally. And here's the problem. Why do you think it was less, Andrea? Because economically, all this green energy crap does not work. Mm -hmm. It's not efficient. It hasn't worked anywhere. I don't care what you say. And this crap about... 97% 97% of all, all, now get this, all scientists agree that human production of, of CO2 causes mm-hmm. the global warming situation. That is not true. No, it's not. That's a lie. No, they tra- they've canceled. Gentlemen. Right. They've canceled scientists that spoke out like my uh, like John Coleman, who was the founder of the Weather Channel, who came out and said, no, it's climate change is a hoax. It's also a result of if you're investing in, e- in companies that are high in ESG, these are often companies um, that are inefficient and unproductive. Uh, and also maybe um, let's give an example like Facebook. Or um, Twitter, where there were all these employees bragging about how they're way high paid and they're doing all these videos about the lunchroom and what the, and the food they get to eat in the lunchroom and, and get to work out all day and this and this. And it's like, well, they're, they're bloated. They've, and, and, and one of the things Elon Musk did was he had to, he got rid of half.
half the people that worked there because they didn't they they weren't even working there was you know it was they had too many people on the payroll but they would have been super high in the esg score right yeah so it's not that wouldn't have been a good investment so it's not a good investment so um so this was a win uh, for for um, for American taxpayers today and money, what we should be doing is completely get rid of these ESG scores in general. Totally. But here's the problem, Andrea. In that article, too, it's probably the first veto that Biden, Bozo Biden, is going to put on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. And so that's what we're faced with, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. If we have a Congress we got to convince so many people in the Congress, both the Senate and the Congress, and it's going to take a groundswell of, re- of support for these senators and congressmen to change their mind because they're drinking the green energy Kool-Aid. Yeah, and they and they and they're all getting so wealthy with their insider trading there. They don't care about you little people and whether or not you're going to lose money in in your investments because all your money is going to corporations with ESG. You know, and and by the way, that's probably and those are the companies that where they're getting, they're making their money with their stocks, right? Because the stocks are going to go up in these companies if all the fund managers are investing in their in their woke corporations, right? And what will happen? is that because green energy does not work, look, the sun doesn't always shine. The wind doesn't always blow. Look at Germany. Germany has huge problems, and they still do have huge problems because they said we're going to convert to green energy, and they paid the price. Texas, was it last year or the year before? Everything froze. Dave, didn't Germany try and reverse course because they realized what a failure it was? A few company, yeah. a few Scandinavian countries did. I think um, it's not Denmark. I don't think it might be Denmark. I'm not sure no. which one. I, I'd have to look in it. I think it's Sweden. Yeah, they get seventy percent of their energy now from nuclear power. Well, Sweden. If right. Anyone had any sense at all? The best clean energy there is is nuclear power. True. Curious. Sweden also reversed course um, because they found out something interesting, Elhoff. If they paid people unemployment to stay at home for three years, then they didn't work for three years and they found a job at the end of the three years. And then when they moved it back to two years, suddenly people found jobs at the end of two years. Then when they moved unemployment paying benefits down to one year, people got jobs at the end of one year. Isn't that interesting? When you stop paying people to stay at home, they end up getting a job. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I know. Right? Yeah. So no wonder we got people still, you know, we got all, we've got, uh, there's all these analysis across the country where you've got all these towns where people, by the time you add up all the different entitlement programs, they're making more money than if they got, you know, a, a, a job, you know, that a college person with a college degree would get. So anyway, listen, we don't have a whole lot of time to talk anymore. Um, people need to be, you're not, you're nothing you invest in is, is based on ESG scores. People aren't going to lose 30% with Elhoff because uh, Elhoff is sending is investing your money in ESG companies. Tell everybody how you can help them quickly. Yeah. I, I tell you folks is that Wall Street is out there to get your money, period. Yep. And everything 
they design is to try to get your money. They want you to give it to them. They want you to give it to them on a consistent, ongoing basis. They want to hold on it forever. And then when it's time to get it out, they want to dribble it back to you. And that's the problem. And listen, folks, all these magazines that are advertising all these companies, they're talking to you about traditional asset management. Mm -hmm. And traditional is putting money away at a period of time at a rate of return, and they tell you average returns. And average returns are not real returns. And you got to understand that. You got to wake up, folks. You got to do the numbers. I have people calling all the time and says, God, my IRA isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Well, we've had a very volatile period right now. So if you want help with this and have a conversation, call me at 619-548-0965 or go to Financial Thought Doctor. Spell it all out, folks, lowercase.com, financialthoughtdoctor.com. There's a wealth of information there for you to take a look at. But call me. Have a conversation. That's a starting point because what you see and what I see is going to be completely different because you've been looking at it based upon what Wall Street's been selling you in magazines, TV ads, and it's not going to get you to where you want to go. All right. Well, Elhoff, thank you for being here, my man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank take, you. Take it easy. Okay. Thank you. Stay high and dry. All right. Now, you guys... We'll be right back. Guess who was thrown into solitary confinement because she dared to suggest that Epstein was suicided, that he was murdered. We're going to share that with you when we come back. Don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Hearing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Politics and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, it should still be a head scratcher, and well, it is a head scratcher, but it should still be something we should be pointing out on a regular basis. And I could admit that I'm not. Uh, that we've got one of the most prolific sex traffickers in the history of this country who was arrested and convicted, and yet not one John that she put together with an underage teenage girl for sex has been arrested. Of course, I'm talking about Ghislaine Maxwell, right? If this country cared anything at all about women, you know, the whole hashtag Me Too movement, if they cared at all about rights of women that they're always yammering about, uh, they would certainly be up in arms about the fact that uh, uh, that she's basically been scapegoated and, and thrown in the pokey, right? Well, it got worse for Ghislaine Maxwell, I guess, in the past few days. She has been thrown in, it was apparently... Uh, thrown into solitary, reportedly thrown into solitary confinement because she dared to speak in an interview. She did an interview with somebody in which she had said that Jeffrey Epstein was was murdered. And for that, reportedly, she was thrown into solitary confinement uh, for a few days, um, which, you know, it's so hard for me to imagine why solitary confinement is supposed to be so horrible because it's like, 
you know, oh, I mean, you don't get to hang out with other fellow prisoners. You're by yourself for a while. I mean, I, I, to me, that's I, I don't understand why that's supposed to be. Now, if you're getting if you're getting, you know, forced into a corner with like a fire hose on you, that would be terrible. But anyway, she was handcuffed and slung into solitary confinement for 48 hours after prison authorities accused her of profiting oh, from profiting from a media interview. She protested her innocence, but she was marched off uh, to a prison within a prison, a tiny cell where inmates are locked for up to 23 hours at a time and fed through slits in the door. Um, you know, 40, you know, 48 hours, I wouldn't have a problem being in a room by myself where I'm only allowed out to take a shower for an hour. I mean, is this what are we supposed to feel bad about this sex trafficker for here? I just what I do find interesting about the story is that, uh, you know, she's like everybody else who knows that Epstein was murdered. Right. Oh, what a convenient time for the video that the cameras to not be working outside of his room. Right. (laughs) That's just one of the other one of the many instances uh, that just doesn't make sense. And is just. uh, uh, Yeah. And oh, who was the attorney general when all that happened, by the way? Oh, yeah. Bill Barr. Yeah. You know, the guy who said that there was no election fraud, no evidence of any, even though he never bothered to look at any that guy. He should be in prison uh, along with Ghislaine Maxwell and along with Attorney Ger- General Merrick Garland, in my opinion. In fact, I suggest to you that Bill Barr is far worse to me than A.G. Uh, than A. G. Garland. Get him out of here! Because I- at least we know that Merrick Garland is an enemy. We know he's an enemy of the United States. You, ha- you, you, you can't be perpetrating the treason and weaponizing and using the Department of Justice against American citizens in the way that he has and the extent that he has and, and, and continue, will continue to do so and love this country and respect the Constitution. You look at what Merrick Garland has done in the past two years and you compare that to what Bill Barr did. Can you think of anything that Bill Barr did on behalf of the MAGA movement and Trump's agenda? Can anybody tell me one thing that he did? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The only thing good that he did was when he came out after the Mueller report and he said, and he defended Trump on the idea of obstruction of justice, but he didn't advance anything for Trump and MAGA. In fact, we lost. He sat back and let the FBI and the DOJ, he presided over a weapon, the expansion of the weaponization of the U.S. government against American citizens. That's what Bill Barr did. And he sat back and let our elections be completely compromised. And he did nothing about it. Where were all of his lawsuits against the different states and what was happening at the state level, which were criminal? And against the law, where you had like the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court that rewrote election law. That's illegal. Where was the federal government at that point? Isn't that the Department of Justice job? Why didn't Bill Barr use the RICO statutes and track down the Black Lives Matter, the money behind the Black Lives Matter in Antifa? Didn't do a thing about it. Nothing. We're going to take a break. We come back. Justin Hart has filled in for me a couple of times here on the show. He's got a great show you guys need to listen to right here on the station Sundays at 10 a.m. He's going to be weighing in. He's getting quite the name for himself on Twitter for his hard line man. Dude's got a red line in the sand when it comes to COVID and when it comes to the vax mandates and all things related to that level of tyranny. And he's going to be here next. So don't you go away. 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know what? I may be the donut queen, but it's I got to tell y'all, I got a confession. It's been a couple days since I had a donut, right? With this rain, I just haven't been venturing out because I don't have a decent donut shop near me. I haven't been venturing out, so... Uh, but I, I, I plan to do so tomorrow because it's time. I'm starting to Jones for a fix. All right. Um, super excited to have this next guest with me. Y'all know him, not just because he's uh, the Answer San Diego's very own uh, host of the Justin Hart Show on Sundays at 10 a.m., but because he's filled in for me a couple of times because uh, I had the Rona and was out sick. Well, first when I was on vacay. And then when I was out with the Rona. And so now I get to have him on as a guest and actually chat with him. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, Justin, is is this Robo Justin or is this the real Justin Hart? Uh, No, this is the real Justin Hart coming in. And even though I have a monotone voice, this is truly me. Well, is there a Robo Justin that I need to hear? Oh, yeah. We we played around with an AI program and simulated Justin Hart on the air. Okay. Um, it, uh, now, why are you working on the Robo Justin? Are you planning to be two places at one time? Are you going to be trying to fool no. people on your show? Well, look, it's not enough to phone it in anymore. With all of these AI tools, you can clone your voice and literally text it in. Okay. Literally text it in. I, I don't talk in text, but that's something I... Well, why would I want to use my voice? My voice in is, isn't exactly that great. I think if I wanted to be like doing some artificial intelligence with a voice, I think I'd want to sound like Kathleen Turner, right? Oh, well, that That's definitely doable. And again, you know, what it does is you take text and then you clone your voice and it translates the text into your voice. It sounds just like you. Mm, okay. All right. Interesting. We're, we're going to put Noah out of a job at some point. We'll just kinda... <laughs> yeah, let's, this AI stuff has got to go. <laughs> hey, well, I, I, you know, I, I, what's first they clone my voice and then they clone what? They clone the rest of AK? I don't know. I don't know that the world can handle an, a, a, a second version of me, Justin Hart. Look, adapt or die, Andrea. This is this is the, these are the rules now. <laughs> um, speaking of the world not being able to handle uh, two, I'm not sure that the world or the left wants another Justin Hart because you, they they've been coming for you on Twitter. You are one of the biggest and best voices that I've seen in articulating the insanity that has gone along with these COVID crackdowns, and so I'm super excited to have you on tonight because I got to get your take on last night. The report was, uh, uh, you know, Fox News had on their website, bombshell. FBI Director Christopher Wray says it's likely that the Wu- that, that COVID came out of a Wuhan lab. And I'm like, oh, don't go out on a limb here. Is that a bombshell that it likely came from the Wuhan lab? At what point, Justin Hart, are they going to admit to us that, yes, it came out of the Wuhan lab. It was a biological weapon. What a crazy scene. You know, one of the satellite offices they have in the Wuhan Virology Institute there in Wuhan is actually just about 900 feet away from that supposed wet market where it all started. Occam's razor tends to agree that it probably was a lab leak. And uh, again, I was kicked off of social media. A lot of my colleagues were. Uh, and, of course, all of the stringencies that came with it. We were called crazy because of these things. Mm-hmm. It seems like on a daily basis, I'm just collecting my, my medals, my told-you-so medals, right? <laughs> uh, and, I, I, you know, but by the time I get around to basically finding justice for my kids who were kicked out of school for so long, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be standing in line to try to get an apology from someone, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, they're never going to admit uh, the truth. And I love, I love your. I don't think you got anything wrong here. Let Let me look at this little tweety you got here. To repeat, they got everything wrong. Transmission of the disease wrong. Asymptomatic spread wrong. PCR testing wrong. Fatality rate wrong. Lockdowns wrong. Community triggers wrong. Business closures wrong. School closures. Quarantining healthy people. Impact on youth. Hospital overload. Plexi glass barriers, social distancing, outdoor spread, masks, variant impact, natural immunity, vaccine efficacy, vaccine injury, all wrong, 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 wrong. Um, And yet they're still refusing to admit any of this. And it's because they intend to, even though Gavin Newsom, Mussolini has lifted the emergency order, they they got away with every bit of this that you outlined. And they intend to get that over on us again, don't they? Technically, today, we are clear and free. You're right. The mandate or the emergency order here in California is now expired. He did not renew it. But all of those same tactics, whether it was stay-at-home orders, masking, quarantines, uh, exposure that your, your job is uh, under attack, all of those things are just tactics. They're tools. Mm-hmm. And, and they will drag them out for the next boogeyman, probably climate change. I, I mean, recall, it took them four decades to convince us and put into law that what we exhale was killing the planet. It took them all of four weeks this time to convince us that what we exhale was killing grandma, so we better muzzle it. I mean, these are tools and tactics that uh, my next mission in life is to bring to D.C. and really start um, some type of legislation, some type of act that, that we can get our lives back because I know a lot of people want to put this in the rearview mirror. That's understandable, uh, but their damage is so much done and we need to repair it somehow well not only that but we need to make sure that this never happens again i took so much heat from conservatives and i'm not and i'm like a dog on a bone i'm not getting off of it either because if they got away got this over on us once that through some public health emergency then they'll do it again and i got i took so much heat from conservatives justin hart that that allowed the u.s government to instill panic in their brains to the point to where they were on board with the lockdowns and healthy people being locked into their homes and you had to and healthy people being having to prove that they were healthy by being tested constantly with tests that were inaccurate. And it was astounding to me the number of conservatives that went along with this. And I said no from the beginning. It never made sense. The numbers and the models never made sense. We were never going to be Italy, which was one of the games they tried to play on us. That 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 um, that the the greatest one of the greatest lies was that, and I'm not sure you had it on your list there, was that everybody had an equal chance of getting it and dying from it. <clears throat> The answer, the same people that were telling us that we couldn't leave our homes because the air was so toxic with COVID and we might breathe in and drop dead are also telling the residents of East Palestine that everything's cool and they can drink the water and breathe the air there, right? Same people. Same people telling us that. And we even had, and Donald Trump, as much as I love him, he should have never gone along with, I said it at the time, 14 days to stop the spread, it will, it, it will go on forever. And it did. Well, we're coming up on those anniversaries here in March, three years. And, of yeah. course, the fateful one is March 29th, uh, and that would be three years from when they extended the original lockdowns. And that gave precedent for the 50 states, the 3,200 counties, the 13,000 school districts to write their own rules for the next three years. And I'll tell you what, my group, my, my, my group is going to D.C. on that day, March 29th, uh, and we have a meeting set up with our congressional leaders uh, to basically tell them what for. 
uh, in a very polite way and, and do so, uh, try to get them to do some legislation. Um, you know, we had an interview with someone, Franca Panatone, uh, her family. Uh, she was a 49-year-old Down syndrome woman. She died alone in a hospital, strapped to a gurney bed. She was largely nonverbal her entire life. Her sister, who took care of her for many, many years, was barred from seeing her. <sighs> Uh, and they had to watch her die mm. over FaceTime oh my an gosh. IPad, on an iPad. And, and so these are the things that I'm going to speak very loudly about because you're right. We cannot let this happen again. Yeah, uh, Justin so yeah, Hart, yeah, can you remind them that, yeah, and not only were people dying alone, like uh, my best friend's uh, aunt, Aunt Novice, who was like an aunt to me, she died in a nurse, she was, the uh, family was told, uh, and she didn't have COVID, she was in, she had Alzheimer's, and she was just, you know, end of life, uh, the family was told nobody could go and visit her, she spent her last months alone, they knew she, the nursing home knew she was going to die, uh, hours before, still nobody could go and visit her, Aunt Novice died alone, and then immediately after Aunt Novice died alone, uh, the uh, the the nursing home was contacting um, Mama Joan uh, to come and collect her belongings. Oh, so wait, they could go. You could go in and collect the belongings of Aunt Novice's after she died, but we couldn't go in. Nobody could go in and sit with her and hold her hand while she died. I hope you remind them also of the fact that while that's going on, and then nobody could hold a funeral for Aunt Novice. George Floyd got how many funerals, including a procession and a gold plated coffin. In her in a hearse. It was so frustrating. You know, the The title of my book kind of uh, sums it up: "Gone Viral: How COVID Drove the World Insane." <laughs> and it really did. It kind of yeah. it kind of broke America. And we're picking up the shards right now. And we're, you know, we're proud of you, Andrew, that you stood firm all these years now over this thing. And we're just now being able to uncover all the truths of these things. And hopefully someday, I always have hope that uh, we'll get an apology, but more so that our kids will find recompense and justice in all this. And that it will never happen again. Can we ask who you're meeting with? Do you have the meeting set up yet? With, with, uh... Uh, I, I don't yet. We're actually, uh, people can go to our website, uh, rationalground.com, and uh, we have Jay Bacitaria coming with us. We have Clifton Duncan. Uh, and so, you know, imagine going into your senator's office and Jay Bacitaria is right there from Stanford. Uh, to basically lay out the facts for them. Uh, and we'll be, we'll be meeting with a lot of people. Unfortunately, there are only a handful of these you know, elected officials who actually lifted a finger for us over these last three years. So uh, we you know, welcome all comers to Team Reality. It's, my kindest interpretation is that the threat of mortality does crazy things to people. So I understand why we went crazy, but my goodness, when we knew the truth, they still didn't correct their ways. They still haven't corrected their ways. We've got to speak louder on this thing. You can't let this go to pass. Absolutely. Well, God bless you for the work you're doing. Keep us updated on it. Uh, tell everybody again about your website and also how to hear your show and find you on the socials because your Twitter is oh, just fantastic. a must watch. Oh, well, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. Uh, on Twitter, you can find most everything you need right there. Justin underscore hard. And if you go to rationalground.com, uh, we have uh, uh, early bird tickets to get people there. Uh, we'll, we'll get you in there to meet with your congressmen, your congresswoman, your senators, staffers, whoever we can, uh, and basically make some noise. Make some really, really good, dutiful noise there uh, in these official meetings. Absolutely. We'll scream and shout, Justin Hart. And thank you again for filling in for me. And I don't think those were the only two times, by the way, because I plan <laughs> I have plans for you, my you man. Got, you got more, more Rona in the future? Don't, don't go. <laughs> no, I got more vacations in the future. Oh, there you go. Any, anytime, Andrew. We love your show. We well, love Noah. And thanks again for all you do. Well, thank you for being here tonight. God bless.
All right. right. Thank you. Stay tuned. We got final segment of tonight's Andrea K show coming up. Don't go anywhere. AK dynamite and address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on the answer. San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Um, and nominee already for here of the week is the Tennessee state legislature. They have passed a bill that would ban the use of puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and surgical operations on children in order to change their gender. The uh, legislation now uh, awaits Governor Bill Lee's signature. And um, after allowing, it would allow for a grace period of those who've already begun an attempt to transition. Uh, the bill would authorize the Attorney General to investigate health care providers who violate the ban, and the fine would be up to $25,000. I don't think that's enough of a fine. That's I don't think should that's, be much much steeper. Yeah, much be yeah. That that's not much of a of a penalty. That's not much of an incentive uh, to 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 stop this. No, because people are going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, House Majority Leader Lambert in Tennessee said uh, these children do not need uh, these medical procedures to be able to flourish as adults. They need med- mental health treatment. They need love and support. Many of them need to be able to grow up to be the individuals they were intended to be. Exactly. You know, somebody I saw uh, before and after, uh, basically, it, there was a pic somebody did of uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's uh, daughter who wanted to be called John when she was a, a girl. And it's Shiloh, I think. And when Shiloh was young, just like me, thought a mistake had been made, thought she was a boy, went around wearing boys' clothes. Uh, they went as far as to let her, you know, use the name John. My parents didn't let, let me go there. Um, and now you see Shiloh at events with her mother on the red carpet. And first of all, she's absolutely stunning, beautiful, even with that little pixie haircut. I mean, just just what a gorgeous girl. And she's so feminine in these beautiful dresses she wears. And it's just that's she that that's the perfect example of why this is so cruel to be doing this to children. You know, I have a friend that actually is very feminine and I forget how the conversation came up, just came up, Andrea, in the last week found out about her that she actually went through the exact same thing when she was in her early teen years. And she says, thank God that I was able to just grow out of it. This yeah. is how it happens. Exactly. When you're when you're a little girl and your hormones, you haven't hit puberty yet. Or boy, you haven't hit puberty yet. You're, you know, you're, you know, for me, I just, you know, I, I it was tomboy times 10, you know, that and that's the way we used to treat it. And so this is, it's just despicable what they're doing to children. So hat tip to Tennessee. Uh, by the way, uh, for their legislature. And hopefully that will get signed into law. And that really should be the law across the land. Uh, in, if, in particular, because they use cancer drugs on children. These, these are not... <coughs> here, you didn't have the right with COVID to, to take ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which are over-the-counter in most countries around the world. Proven to work. Proven to work. But yet they're using cancer drugs on children to stop their puberty. How is that not experimentation? That's Joseph. And child abuse. It's Joseph Mangala level experimentation. Look, we had a caller that was calling in about the giveaway um, that we did a couple of weeks ago. We're going to be giving it for Iron Mountain Outfitters. I know that uh, everybody wants to. We had a ton of calls that night. We're giving away a $50 gift certificate to Iron Mountain one a month. 
Uh, so we're going to be giving one away. A, a Are you couple. telling me they got to just be listening because you never know when we're going to drop it. You never know when we're going to drop it. But also in the meantime, I know everybody would love to get the gift certificate. But let me tell you, the prices in Iron Mountain are still below what you would get on the Internet from this, the highest quality workwear anywhere, which is, is Carhartt, Filson and Browning. The selection they have of Carhartt, the hardest working pants on hard, hardest working gear out there are amazing. They've got an entire wall dedicated to Carhartt pants alone. The selection is unbeatable. The quality is unbeatable and at, at great prices. They've also got all kinds of accessories and PJ, of course, knows every item of inventory like the back of her hand and all you could, all you have to do is sit on the floor and pet Dapper Dan, the coolest dog ever, and let PJ go and shop for you. So uh, we will be giving away another gift certificate this month. In the meantime, uh, you can uh, continue to go there and shop. Go on down. Go on down. 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear out outside you tell them ak sent you and um i don't know i continue to get asked at like today every day that i wear my sherpa line hoodie i get asked today it was so cold in san diego i had my sherpa line hoodie on and my puffer jacket over it and somebody asked me i was over at cvs where i got it i don't know if they have any of the sherpa line hoodies left but you know go check it out Go look and see, because uh, they do have they do have gear for women. It's not just you know gear gear for guys there. So definitely I can go attest there. those flannels, man, they are warm. Yes, and PJ picked that out for you. She did. I showed very her special gift from AK. Yes, well, because I mean, you know, you you are very. Uh, into you're very stylish on trend you're very on trend you also um the cut that you select oh it 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 fits nice and and yeah and i and and i wanted to make sure that she chose uh, a size and a style that was going to work with your style well and that just shows pj's eye because she saw the picture of me yeah and she picked it out to perfection she did she did so and i'm glad you like it and thank you pj um, all right, so tomorrow night show, Thursday show, we're hoping to have Congressman Biggs on. It's been too long since we've talked about the border. And you know what? I'm also going to talk to him about Justin Hart going to D.C. and talking about legislation to stop these COVID crackdowns or crack, COVID-like crackdowns from ever happening again. All right, uh, email me at andreakshow.com. Keep the conversation rolling on the socials and come on back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.